1: Jesus said if you hold to my teachings you are really my disciples then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free a crucial question that every thinking person would ask at some stage in their lives is what is the final authority in my life what is the final court of appeal to which one must refer to resolve the issues of what is morally right and what is wrong what is the benchmark the measuring rod if you like now for unbelievers reason is the ultimate authority. For those of different religions, it is their own sacred writings. For Roman Catholics, the Church and ultimately the Pope is the absolute authority. Protestant Christians, however, believe that the Bible is the foundation upon which to base and build their entire lives. The Bible is the record of God bearing witness of Himself. Now, not only do we believe that God inspired the Scriptures, We also believe that He preserved that record for us throughout the process in which it has passed from Him down to us through many centuries. We believe the Bible we hold in our hands is the Word of God for us today. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: This week we're looking at the question, is the Bible the Word of God? Some would say that's a preposterous statement. And surely it's an important subject because as Christians, we get our bearings for life from the Bible. It's our compass. It's important to ask ourselves, though, why do we
1: believe that the Bible is the Word of God? Important question, isn't it, Ken? It certainly is. Now, we not only ought to be able to tell others what we believe, but why we believe it. I remember watching a program on TV and a Christian was being interviewed and the interviewer said to him, you believe that the Bible is the Word of God, don't you? And he said, yes, I do. And he said, why? And he says, well, it says it is. <laughs> now, that's what we call circular reasoning. Mm. So we've got to ask ourselves, well, yes, okay, the Bible does say that it's the Word of God, but why do we believe that that is true, that it is the Word of God? Now, there is, first of all, what I call the inherent witness. In other words, that's where we need to start. Does it claim to be the Word of God? We might as well forget it if it doesn't mm. make that claim. But the Bible does claim to be the Word of God. In fact, throughout the Old Testament, uh, the Old Testament writers claim to be declaring the message of God all the way through. Uh, approximately 3,800 times in the Old Testament, we read phrases like, you know, thus says the Lord, uh, the Lord said, the word of the Lord came to me, and so on. And constantly is making this claim that this is the word of God. Then when we come over into the New Testament, Testament. We see that, of course, Jesus made that claim for himself, that he was speaking the words that the Father gave him. And the apostles, too, claimed that their writings in the New Testament were inspired by God. Uh, for example Paul said to the thessalonians he said look when I came to you you received the word that I brought to you not not as the word of man he said but as it is the word of God we brought you the word of God and uh, you know in Galatians he says look we've preached the gospel the true gospel the only gospel if anybody else comes along and preaches another gospel well let him be accursed this is the one that God has sent into the world and so they made a very strong claim for themselves now it wasn't just Paul that made that claim. Peter said the same thing. He said that, uh, you know, the Old Testament uh, writers, they spoke as they were moved along by the Holy Spirit. So it was God speaking in them and through them. And then at the same time, he equated uh, the uh, apostles' writings and their preaching on a par with what the Old Testament prophets said. So this claim right the way through the Word of God is that, yes, this is God's Word. Now we've got to say this: that a lot of writings, like what Confucius wrote and what Buddha wrote, uh, that never had that claim that this is the Word of God. They were the thoughts of man. Whereas the Bible claims to be the Word of God, and I
0: am looking forward to this discussion this week because you know often you hear it said that uh, yes, but the Bible is the Word of God because it says so. It, it, it says quite clearly that's the inerrant uh, scriptures. But beyond that, can many Christians actually unpack what that really (laughs) means uh, from some other source? So it's going to be a good discussion. Pretty clearly you're saying right through the Scriptures, uh, it's been claimed or penned that this or that is what God has said. I guess the reason why is that God wanted to be written down so that we would have a record to be passed down from generation to generation. Let's get into the how, though. How did it actually come to be written? How do we know uh, what the Bible is, what we collectively call the Bible, has been recorded accurately over the years. Can we trust it?
1: Yeah, I, I think we need to start with um, two words that let's let's say I would use if we were in a Bible school class today. The first word is revelation. Now, man can only know God when God comes to us in an act of Revelation. Mm -hmm. There's no way from man to God. You know, I mean, uh, that's the way of reason. And we've got six billion people on this planet. They've all got an opinion about God and and there's no (laughs) consensus out there. So obviously reason is not the way to discover God. Uh, God must reveal himself to us if we're to know him. Therefore he has to take the initiative. And, um, that's what we call revelation. And God has revealed himself to us through the scriptures. That's the first thing. Okay, I mean, it's fair enough to say that there's
0: revelation, but how did that actually come to be written down and so authoritatively
1: put down to say this is the word of God? Yeah, well, that brings us to the second word, which is inspiration. Uh, now, the word inspiration comes from a Greek word theonistos, which means God breathed. So the words that were spoken and written are as truly as, as if God breathed them or spoke them himself, which he did. He inspired men to record. What he was saying to mankind, um, you know, Paul writing to Timothy says that all Scripture was given by inspiration of God. Mm. In other words, God inspired them. Now, you know, we we can get inspired about works of art. You know, we can say, "Oh, Shakespeare—that's that was an inspired work." Um, but it's not that inspiration at a human level. You know, getting that wave of inspiration. This is being divinely inspired. God actually, actually or being directed, perhaps. Yeah, directed. In fact, there's another word in uh, Peter where. He says that, um, you know, in the old time when God spoke to men, they were born along by the Holy Spirit. That's, that's the meaning in the Greek. They were like a ship on a, on, a, on a sea and, you know, the sails catch the wind and they were born along. Mm. So there were these men and God came upon them and they were just born along to write that which God was wanting us to hear and receive today. In fact, they confidently claim that to record the words of the law, they say, thus says the Lord. They were divinely inspired uh, in that sense. You know, they were um, taken over by the Holy Spirit. He took charge of the situation. He enabled them to write and to record accurately in words that God chose uh, to reveal the truth that he wanted us to know. Now, um, of course, there's the human aspect there. Uh, He was using human vessels but he kept them from error. The Holy Spirit kept them from error and even used their personalities to shine through, but still to um, bring us the word that God wanted us to receive. You said
0: earlier on that there was a a witness. In fact, I think the words you used were an an inherent witness to the fact that the Bible
1: is divinely inspired. What do you mean by that? Well, as I say, first of all, it does say that it is the Word of God over and over and over and over again. It says this is the Word of the Lord. But I think, you know, one of the wonderful things about the Word of God is that the more we read it, we discover that God has set a seal upon it and and given this witness many, many times within itself. Mm. For example... Um, you know, go back to the days of Christopher Columbus. You know, everybody thought the world was flat. <laughs> you know, if you, if you sail too far away, yeah, you're you going to fall yeah. off the edge. I don't know where we we're going to go, but you drop off the edge anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, um, of course, then they discovered that the earth, in fact, is, is round, you know. Now, it's interesting that um, 600 years before Jesus, which is about 2,000 years before Christopher Columbus, Isaiah speaks about the circle of the earth, And so there was already a witness to that without us kind of realizing, oh, yeah, the world is round. Here's another one. Um, Jesus said when he comes back, he said "Um, two men will be working in the field. One will be taken and another left. He said two will be sleeping in a bed. One will be taken and another left. So basically what he was saying is that when he comes back, in one part of the world, it's going to be daytime. People are going to be working. Another Part of the world is going to be nighttime. People are going to be sleeping. Mm. Now again, they didn't have that knowledge in those days, but it's like what I call an inherent witness. It's it's a witness within itself that God's hand is upon. It's only God knew those things, and uh, they, you know, those that wrote them down, those that spoke those things, were faithful in what they said and recorded, and uh, we've got testimony born to the Bible itself from within the Bible.
0: And we're nearly done for time today. We don't have time to get into all of the things that really show the structure of the Bible as being absolutely watertight. Uh, in the fact, that it was written by so many different people over such a long period of time, yet it all fits together so beautifully. We might talk about that some more throughout the week. We're discussing a critical question this week. Is the Bible the Word of God? We'll have more for you tomorrow. Until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage because God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies, and other resources from Ken Lake and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.